Hello everybody, this is Indo-American News Radio, and we are ready for our next segment. If I can just cut out the ads, here we go. Uh, this is uh, the regular session of Indo-American News Radio, and we just had so much fun doing the carols on the unplugged session. Uh, the, the, the carolers were unpacking their stuff, they brought the synthesizer with them, and they're just walking out. But uh, we are ready for our regular show, and promote, you were listening to it on your way in, right? Say that again. And uh, I had never uh, heard uh, uh, Christmas carols in Hindi, so they were quite amazing. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, right. So did the music come in? Yeah, yeah. It was fine. Okay, great, great. Initially, I think Sanchali's uh, microphone was out. We were sharing a mic. Oh, okay. So, yeah, this was great. We, we, we actually, this, this whole show between 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock, 4 to 6, it's all about Christmas, except for James Baker, who's uh, immigration attorney, is going to be coming in and talking about deportations one more time, and the new um, Texas law, SB4. So we'll let Sanchali do the lineup in a minute and tell us all about that. Other than that, we have Kijana Wiseman, who's going to be singing some really good, groovy Christmas music. We had her here last year, too, if you remember. Uh, Pramod? Uh, yes, yes, she was here. And uh, then we're going to be doing uh, a last segment with Dr. J. Raman about Christianity. Raman, rather. About uh, Christianity and the and its spread in India. So, Sanchali, you want to do the lineup? Absolutely. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you all enjoyed the Christmas carolers who were live in the studio here today and uh, they entertained us with some lovely carol uh, unfortunately jay had to chime in with his voice and you know make a big mess of it at the end but anyway we are used to that yes <laughs> yes 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 all he cares you about love is it, you figgy love pudding it. figgy pudding is figgy all he pudding. cares about <laughs> That's the, that's that's <laughs> actually the lyrics. But other than that, I'm sure our listeners enjoyed the carols. But now we are here with the main segment me? of our program, and as you know, this is where the serious stuff comes in. So, the guest lineup today for Saturday, December twenty third. We are almost on the verge of Christmas, and you're listening to Indo American News Radio, which is a production of the Indo American News newspaper. We are on 98.7 FM, and you can also listen to us on the Masala Radio app. By Monday, you can hear the recorded show on podcast, which is uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Breaker. We have four years of podcasts and have had over 8,700 hits. Please do support our show to receive Spotify and give us a five-star rating that will get us higher ad clicks. In Texas, all the news is focused on the border wall and apprehending migrants. But what happens after they get arrested? Last month, we spoke with immigration attorney James Parker with the law firm of Willie Nanakara for answers. And we turn to him again today at 4.20 p.m. as Texas has tightened down the, mm, the border with the implementation of SB4. He will explain what this new law is all about, and what recourse is available after migrants have been detained. It's the holiday season, and people are carefree and rushing from shopping for presents and going to parties. In this special segment at 5 p.m., we, we will be delighted to have in the studio with us today a dear friend and lady with a golden voice, 
Kijana Wiseman for a solo performance of several offbeat Christmas songs that are sure to put a smile on your face. India is a land where all religions have existed and flourished over the centuries. We turn to author Dr. J. Raman, who has written an autobiographical book from the land of spice to the land of oil, which is set against the historical background of Kerala, where Christianity first took hold in 52 AD after Thomas the Apostle landed in Kodungallur. He will be giving us at 5.20 p.m. a short history of Christianity in India. To be on our show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at News at yahoo.com. Please pick up the print edition of Indo-American News, which is available all across town at grocery stores. Also, visit our website, indoamerican-news.com, which gets 70,000 plus hits to track all current stories. And remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years. Plus, our entire 42 years of hard copy archives are available in the Fondren Library at Rice University. And here's Pramod with his Christmas Eve uh, news. That's right. Hopefully, uh, thank it'll, you, there'll, be, there'll be some good news in there, right? Instead yes. of all the serious stuff. Correct. And your enthusiasm is infectious. I know. Mm. <laughs> I'm always, always... Uh, enthusiastic okay live from indo-american news radio this is Pramod kulkarni with the latest news from houston the united states india and around the world at the top of the news this afternoon are three dozen policies that take effect in texas in 2024 including measures banning diversity initiatives at public universities and allowing state judges to deport illegal migrants Two laws will go into effect on February 6th. One will ban private employers from mandating that their workers get the COVID vaccine, and another which will increase penalties for people accused of human smuggling. On March 5th, two immigration measures will take effect. The first allocates $1.5 billion to continue building a wall at the Mexican border. The second one, likely to face an ugly legal battle, empower state officials to remove illegal migrants, and a bill to eliminate Texas vehicle safety inspection is awaiting Abbott's signature. In related development, Governor Greg Abbott has begun flying migrants to Chicago after that city impounded a state of Texas bus. Texas had bused 23,800 migrants to Chicago as of last week. Since one of the buses was impounded in Chicago, Texas has flown more than 120 migrants from El Paso on a state-owned plane. Houston's departing mayor, Sylvester Turner, gets a lot of credit for guiding the city through seven federally declared climate disasters. However, a Houston Chronicle story reports the city has racked up $1.1 million in late fees to city contractors and vendors for failing to make payments within one month time frame that is required by Texas law. On the international scene, Israel is continuing its military offensive against the Hamas militants in the Gaza Strip. The latest action focuses on destroying the underground tunnels that the Hamas is using to store rockets and other weapons. Israel has used massive 
bunker-busting bombs and will soon be injecting seawater into the tunnels. Environmental scientists are warning that the seawater injection could contaminate the aquifers which provide drinking water in the Gaza Strip. Already the civilian death toll in Gaza has exceeded 20,000 and most of the residents are suffering from trans starvation. In Washington, D.C., President Joe Biden has signed into law a $886 billion defense bill that extends Ukraine aid and has joined programs with the Israeli military. Members of the House Freedom Caucus criticized Speaker Mike Johnson for not including any of the conservative provisions. In the Republican presidential primaries, Nikki Haley's poll numbers are rising in New Hampshire. A new American research group poll released on Thursday put Haley within four points of Donald Trump in the primary that will take place on January 23rd. Trump is reportedly asking his allies about the possibility of taking on Haley as his running mate. In a related development, the U.S. Supreme Court on Friday declined to step in early and decide whether Trump is exempt from prosecution in his federal election interference case. The case is already being litigated on a fast track in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit. In sports news, the test match between Indian and Australian women hangs in balance. On the fourth day of the match in Mumbai, Australia has a 46-run lead with five wickets in hand. If the Indian women manage to win, it will be their first test win against the Aussies. Meanwhile, the Indian men's team will play South Africa in their first match, test match rather, starting Tuesday, December 26th. In NFL football, 16th week of games are already underway. This afternoon, the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing the Cincinnati Bengals, followed by the Buffalo Bills against the LA Chargers at 7 p.m. Tomorrow, backup quarterback Case Keenum will once again lead the Houston Texans, this time against the Cleveland Browns in the absence of starting quarterback C.J. Stroud, who is still undergoing a concussion protocol. In addition, Texans will be without linebacker Blake Cashman and edge rusher Will Anderson. Wide receiver Nico Collins is listed as being questionable to play. Finally this afternoon, Senator Lindsey Graham has declared war over a New York State bill that poses a conflict with Chick-fil-A's closed-on-Sunday policy. The New York legislators is trying to pass a bill that would require restaurants that are part of the state's highway system rest areas to be open seven days a week. That's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News Talk Show. I didn't know Chick-fil-A was closed on Sundays. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. always closed. Oh. Yeah. I don't go, so <laughs> I don't know. You don't do Chick-fil-A? <laughs> the owner of the... the 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 parent company was is very anti LBGTQ as well as uh, very Mormon very not Mormon but very conservative Christian, Christian. Yeah. so yeah. for him closing Sad. the restaurants on Sunday was the thing to do mm -hmm. uh, by the way there's um, if you recall uh, Nathan Beadle was with us last week mm -hmm. and in the past he's been with us and uh, from the DA's office talking about Correct. DUI charges and so on mm -hmm. here's something that will get your goose. 
There's a, ga- a Galveston man has been sentenced to 50 years in prison for a drunken crash in 2022 that killed two students from the island's Ball High School. Hmm. Keith Aaron Brazier, who's 29 years old, pleaded guilty to two counts of murder and one count of intoxication assault. And my client is a- extremely remorseful, and he chose to accept the offer to bring closure to everyone involved, said his lawyer. Brazier, in September 2022, ran a red light and struck a jeep with four students from Ball High School. One of the students was pronounced dead at the scene. A second died later at the hospital. A third sustained severe head trauma. Here's the kicker. A test showed Brazier had a blood alcohol content of uh, 0.217, more than double the legal limit of 0.08. He had been released from prison earlier on the day of the crash. Hmm. After serving time for a conviction of a driving while intoxicated. Wow. So he's a repeat offender. And the day of his release, he got in- intoxicated again and he killed these hmm. people. Um, a witness told investigators they visited multiple bar- he visited multiple bars that day and he had been removed from one of the bars management about an hour before the crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Nathan, uh, <coughs> last uh, Saturday, he did talk about um, the penalties that can occur if you drive drunk. Well, not no, last Saturday he was talking about thefts. Yeah. Uh, shoplifting. And oh, like. yeah, yeah, you're right. So prior to that, it was a different story. I also came across uh, the clip that you brought about Bristol Myers Squibb. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Buying this company by Karuna, yeah, is Karuna based in uh, the name sounded Indian? So Karuna thermo- ther- Therapeutics. therapeutics. Uh, Karuna Therapeutics. So I was wondering, couldn't tell. Right, do you it's know? B- it's a Boston-based. That uh, uh, song, uh, which uh, movie has taken part in, has been nominated for the Grammys in 2024. Did you all know about that? Which it's one? It's called Abundance in Millets. Mm. You all should hear the song. Oh, okay. <laughs> It got nominated for Grammys. <laughs> Abundance in millets. Yes. Uh, we can play it at the end if you want. The chief executive officer of Corona Therapeutics is uh, Christopher Borner. Hmm. The name sounded so I Indian. I think the Indian government is also promoting the use of millet. Yes, big time. That's yeah. why Modi is in it. Yeah. And uh, something else that's, while we're waiting for James Parker to call... You know how it is when you're in space and you're millions of miles away and they use radio, f- ultras, shortwave radio signals in order to transmit the data. Videos take forever to download. And so there's a lag of maybe up to 10 minutes, depends on how far the aircraft is. Well, the uh, NASA came up with a, this brilliant idea to, z- to use l- space lasers to, to zip this data 19, miles, 19 million miles from the Earth. Oh, okay. And they were able to download it in uh, 15 seconds. Oh, that's pretty neat. So the one thing that they actually, they had uploaded a video of a cat, that cat, mm-hmm. uh, into the sc- spacecraft that was going uh, to deep space. And the ultra-high definition video that they sent of the orange tabby, it took 15 seconds to download. Mm. Hmm. 19, 19 million miles. You can just imagine what the application of this thing would be if it was done on Earth, if we use lasers rather than r- radio waves. Mm-hmm. Of course, we'd have lasers going all over the place and we'd get hit by a laser. <laughs> hmm. 
I was at the movies and I saw a trailer of this movie. We were talking about space. It's aboard the International Space Station. Okay. And it's uh, it's in the near future, you know. And uh, there there's a group from U.S. and Russian, you know, astronauts. And then war breaks down uh, in in uh, on Earth. Okay. And then they see it from up above. And then the tensions, you know rise and then you know what happens so oh, it, it okay. should be interesting. an interesting movie to watch so yeah. I, I what's I, the name it's iss 2024 i think oh okay interesting. international space station 2020 one final bi- bit of, of trivia but business news i did not know this but if you guys out there own shell oil companies stocks mm-hmm. you know the stock is somewhere about 53 dollars a share okay and if you ch- cover c- compare that to Chevron, Chevron is a hundred and thirty dollars a share, somewhere around there. Um, Shell employs ninety three thousand people globally, and Chevron has half as many. So Shell has decided now that maybe they should get their act together, and so they're going to start laying off people. They're going to oh, lay wow. off, cut as many as uh, they want to cut as many as uh, three billion dollars worth of off their payroll. So that's oh, going to be a lot of people that are coming out. So uh, I know we have a number of people who've actually worked uh, from our community that worked at Shell. Sure. Including Sridhar. Oh, yes. Mm. Sridhar's whole family is <laughs> with Shell. Yeah, and uh, so Shell is, um, the chief executive officer says, we, ha- we have no other choice except to trim costs, and they want to go into a low-carbon solutions uh, position. So in 2024, there would be 15% of the people would be cut. Mm. Interesting, isn't it? Nothing is immune from cutting these days. Right. We are almost in time for a commercial break, folks. So we will be back after the commercial break with uh, James Parker, right? We, we certainly, I need to track him down so yes, well. Yes, so he's with the law firm of uh, Willie Nanakara and... Uh, yeah, well, let's wait for him to... Okay, is he coming in first? Nope. No? Okay, He's so calling we will, in. I'm hoping he'll be calling in. And uh, it's uh, going to focus on uh, apprehending people at the border and what happens after they get arrested. So uh, it's going to be an interesting topic that we will be addressing. Well, it's, it's beyond that, it's the SB4. SB4. Right, so okay. w- hold on to that thought. We'll be back, folks, after these messages. This is Indo American News Radio. And I'm going to track him down. I want to get him. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hey, 
Everybody will be back with James Parker in just a second, so don't go away. So uh, I can give uh, the introduction of James Parker. So James Parker was born in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. He started his college at Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois, to get a Bachelor of Arts in Economics and Computer Studies in uh, 1985. He then went to the University of Chicago Graduate School of Business to obtain a Master's of Business Administration in 1987. He graduated from the University of Houston Law Center receiving a Juris Doctorate Cum Laude in 2007. Prior to his legal career, James worked in finance for a number of years and served as an officer on a nuclear attack submarine. James has been an attorney since 2007, beginning his law career working with state workers' compensation claims, federal workers' compensation claims, and related litigation. He's been working as an attorney on immigration cases since 2014 and joined Willie Nanakara in 2015. However, his first experiences with immigration were when he obtained a green card for his Brazilian wife. James was admitted to practice law in the state of Texas and the U.S. District Court, Southern District of Texas. His areas of practice are civil litigation, removal defense, family-based immigration, employment-based immigration, and family law. He has been published uh, in the Houston Law Review. And uh, I'm hoping uh, James Parker is here with us. Welcome to our show. Yes, I'm with you. <laughs> boy, I, I don't, that, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to think, boy, who is this person? <laughs> it's you, it's you, and it's you. <laughs> James, we, we, you almost slipped through the cracks. This is kind of like what some of the immigrants, are do, the migrants are doing. They're slipping through the cracks. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And, and it's true. A, a month ago, on the 25th of November, we talked to you about what happens when these migrants get ar arrested and the deportation and everything else. We can touch on that again to briefly refresh the memory of people before we go on to the the next um, uh, next uh, turn of the screw that the Texas government has put in, which is SB4. So you want to touch on deportation? Well, okay. Well, I'll, I'll talk about that for a moment. Yes. Um, you know, we're, we're fortunate that at the moment the uh, we have the administration that we do have in office because they are taking a much more humane approach to things, and they are trying to, uh, you know, prioritize uh, cases in the federal immigration system that are involve folks that have criminal records. You know, those those are truly getting. Uh, more priority and uh, harsher treatment, obviously, unless um, less allowances are made. The problem that people have with uh, they many times in the way they get into the deport, the removal system, and the federal immigration court is through the criminal court system, and so that's what the what I think uh, we sort of touched on the last time is that. You know, when people get uh, arrested uh, for something or they get stopped for something, um, if it's something that the police take you into custody for, then your major problem probably, I mean, obviously the criminal situation is a problem, but 
if you're a non-citizen, then the immigration problems that may arise as a result of that um, may be um, more significant than the uh, criminal issue. I mean, you may be able to, uh, if you were a citizen, you may be able to resolve this in such a way that you would uh, not serve any jail time, maybe get some probation. If it's, you know, if it's not something violent and it's not something serious, or even if it is and it's a first-time offense, However, if you are also a non-citizen and you are, find yourself in that same situation, then you need to uh, work with both a criminal attorney and an immigration attorney to make sure that you get a successful resolution not only to the criminal situation, but also to the immigration situation. Because what will happen, of course, is that you get into the criminal system and then you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm done. Well, no, you're not done. Because when you, uh, because you are now going to go through the immigration system. And if you did the wrong things in the criminal system, you may have uh, damaged your chances to successfully uh, resolve things in the immigration system. Well, James, so, one of the things is that if you're a, mi a migrant, by uh, by definition of the word, you probably don't have a lot of money. So how do you handle two lawyers, and how, who pays for this? Does the court, does a pro bono lawyer do anything like this? Well, um, there is, of course, the, they will, in the case of a, a criminal uh, case, then uh, they do have a responsibility to offer you a, a uh, pro bono appoint an attorney for you. Mm -hmm. But no such uh, no such law takes effect in the case of immigration, because immigration is not criminal law; it is administrative law. Even though the effects of it may be more severe than the criminal situation, it is not a criminal situation, and as a result, you are not entitled to an attorney. Mm. You must provide your attorney at your own expense. So, so where do they get yes, the money? That is an issue. And you know, if you are in this if you are in this situation that you know that you um you know, you, you need to save for that rainy day because it, it you know, it's no get you know, you, you may never that rainy day may never come but uh, uh like uh James um, like in Rudy Giuliani's case, there'll be a third lawsuit. Filed by the <laughs> immigration lawyer. <laughs> Maybe one from yeah. his hairdresser with the dripping streak coming down the side of his oh cheek. My gosh. <laughs> he used a Sharpie for that. <laughs> hey, but uh, James, the uh, all jokes aside, um, I understand there are a bunch of uh, attorneys from... ACLU and other organizations that are offering free immigration services to some of these migrants. There are some. There are some. Um, there are some uh, services, and when you get to immigration court, they are supposed to provide you a list of folks that will provide you uh, free or discounted immigration services. Uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, folks that d does run a uh, a uh, a specifically sort of a service to 
for uh, immigration is the uh, the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. and they have a they have some services that they run. Now, a lot of their stuff is geared towards, um, you know, Central America and the, you know, the uh, Latin American mm-hmm. uh, yeah. clientele. Yeah. But it's not exclusively. And, um, you know, I, I it, they are available. They work a lot with... Um, they work a lot with um, unaccompanied minors, you know, folks that are children that show up here that they didn't arrive with their parents, they don't have a parent here, or their parents are, you know, somehow they've been separated. They work with that a lot, but um, not exclusively. And so uh, that's one thing. But the but the uh, there is also a what's called the American Immigration Law Association, um, which I believe has some uh, some uh, services that they provide pro bono and can put you in touch with immigration lawyers well, um, as well. Okay, so that brings out an interesting uh, is- issue, uh, situation. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has been shipping people left and right to different cities, different Democratic stronghold cities, Chicago being one of them. And we have heard about him actually now flying people into Chicago. The total number of of migrants that he's displaced out of Texas is somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 80 to 90,000. So, so much yeah because different cities i'm not talking about just this month or something but over over the period of time yeah close to 24000 have been shipped just to chicago so he has spent 89 million dollars of texas funds in order to ship these people but what happens to these people who were brought in who came in through the texas border they're now in chicago they're now entitled to an attorney maybe what happens there well, well, they aren't necessary. I mean, for immigration standpoints, they aren't entitled to an attorney. They are, you know, they are entitled you know, the entitled to hire to hiring an not, attorney to hiring an attorney. Yeah, they may need to do that. I mean, it depends on their individual situation. It depends on if they're going to try to legalize their status, and if so, how. Um, then they probably are going to need the assistance of an attorney. Correct, an attorney this somewhere else. A, Promote, you have something? Yeah, usually the, these people who voluntarily board buses or planes, they probably have a relative in either New York or Chicago and want to go there. Mm-hmm, well, that's, that's a good what point. you hope. Yeah. That's what you hope. Yeah. Because if they do, then they have some sort of support network that may be able to assist them, Correct. hopefully through family ties. Yeah. Okay. Um, if not, then you know you would hope that they would be able to reach out through their uh, ethnic community to be able to find someone that would either point them in the right direction or maybe provide them some assistance. And that you know that depends on different ethnic communities. Some some are more supportive and more uh, you know they provide more assistance than others do. Well, that being said, what about what about their uh, 
SB4. Why do, can you explain to people what SB4 is? Senate okay. Bill 4. Senate Bill 4. This is this is this is strange. Well, I don't know. I guess it's not strange. I mean, I I I I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised by anything anymore kind of stuff. But this is the Texas state legislature and the Texas governor putting their nose firmly into the realm of immigration, um, which is traditionally and um, I, you know, the purview of the federal government. Now, I was reading this, and it appears to me that the people who put this together probably were not immigration attorneys, and so there are some things in this that are kind of like, gee, this just doesn't make any kind of sense. But, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, yeah. it is still... But what is this before? The Senate Bill 4? Okay. So here's what they've done. The Texas state government has decided that if you have entered... The, uh, in particular, I guess, the state of Texas, illegally, okay? You didn't come through a port of entry. You didn't come with a visa and overstay. You came, you know, either you came scampering across the Rio Grande or some other way. You entered the United States illegally, and mm. you are now in Texas. Right. So, I mean, theoretically, it could be somebody that came across from Canada and then made their way down to Texas or came across in Arizona and then made their way to Texas. Okay. Uh-huh. Then what they're, going, what they're saying is we are going to, if we catch you, okay, then it is a crime. It is a crime for you to have come in this way. And if we catch you, then we are going to off. You know, we're going to say um, we're going to send you back to whatever country you come from, and we're going to and uh, but, you know if you. But but there's there's one the, uh, uh, James. There is one particular provision of this SB4. It, apart <laughs> from making it a crime, it's that any police officer. Any legal, uh, o- official of the state of Texas can arrest you. Yes. So it doesn't so have to be immigration you know, police. So it doesn't have to be federal. It doesn't have to be state trooper. No. Any legal. It can be state trooper. It can be Houston Police Department. It could be Fort Bend Sheriff's County Ca- County Sheriff's Office. It, you know. Anyone can arrest you. Yep. And the other part of it that's, of course, uh, interesting is this sort of uh, I find this sort of interacts with what they enacted in uh, a, you know they went into law on September 1st which was they have the right now to demand your uh, you provide some kind of ID yes so so it's not like you could say hey I don't want to give you my ID why are you hassling me if they stop you they have the right to demand your ID uh-huh. and if you don't then that's a crime uh-huh. You know? So now the, the that's not something that I don't know if it you know that's that's not something that specifically targets the immigrant community, but the immigrant community may be more likely to uh, to suffer from that because they may not have an ID. 
But what it does do is it is it is it targets. This is supposed to target people that entered the country uh, other than at a port of entry and with a visa. Yeah, and so, uh, James, it's also uh, not time restricted, right? You could have come here 20 years ago. Yeah. Is that right? It's yeah. not time restricted at all. So, I mean, you know, if you came into the country at some place other than the border in 1987, you know, if you didn't come through a port of entry but you came across the border then and you've been here living in the country for 25 or 30 years, then if they find you, then, yeah, you're subject to this. That's true. And uh, then uh, people who are uh, who seem like uh, immigrants, they need to carry their ID everywhere. Well, I think that's is it. And <clears throat> it's I think it may effectively be a, become it, a police state. It's a little, yeah, I mean, it's a little scary, some of the, what are the, you know, what people would end up doing. I mean, you, you're you going to need to be carrying an ID. And if you're somebody that, uh, you know, you may want to be carrying something that shows that you entered the country legally. So that might Correct. be, you know, your passport with a stamp yeah. on it. yeah. Okay, showing you entered the country legally. Now, the interesting part about this is it doesn't say that you should be, you somebody should be uh, prosecuted if, for example, they entered the country legally but then fell out of status. Hmm. And I was reading through that and I was kind of like, wait a minute. So it's only if you cross the border and enter. Someplace other than a port of entry, you know, if you enter at a port of entry with a visa, but then you overstay, it doesn't appear that someone like that is is perhaps subject to this. And I think there's going to be lots of litigation on this and trying to figure out exactly what they mean, because I don't trust them not to try and put somebody out if they're here, but, you know... The strict reading, as I look at it, is that that would be it. Yeah. Now, the other part of this hey, uh, is that uh, hold on, James, been... James, James, hold on a minute. We're going to be going to a commercial break in just about 30 seconds. Oh, so okay. let's wh- hold on to that thought. And, folks, we're going to be back with James Parker with uh, more questions about deportation than SB4. So don't go away if you want to learn more about this because it's it's got everyone really riled up. Uh So this is Indo-American News Radio, and we will be back in just a few more minutes. Uh, Actually, yes, a few more minutes with with more about this issue. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, attas, and chutneys. 713-789-3088. Chandrikamasala.com. 713-789-3088. 
The future is solar power. Own a piece of it now. Yogi Solar is offering an out-of-pocket deal now through December 31st. Call Himanshu Patel, 918-808-8032 and get a free quote. Pay 70% of invoice now upon installation. Pay 30% of invoice when you get the 30% federal tax credit or by April 15th. Yogi Solar has the best cash or lease deals. Book by December 31st. Call Yogi Solar, Himanshu Patel, 918 वो कुछ कहती नहीं पर ये भी एक भाषा है हीरे की चमक हर नारी की अभिलाषा है हाँ तुम कीमती हो ये सुनने की आशा है तभी तो हर हीरे को महाराजा जूलर्स ने प्यार से तराशा है हम हीरों से रिश्ते बनाते हैं क्योंकि आपके रिश्ते की कीमत हम जानते हैं महाराजा डायमंड्स फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्राफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ लगता है जैसे कल ही तो हमारी शादी हुई थी फिर छोटी सी आन्या आ गई। अब देखो हमारी बेटी स्कूल जाने लगी है सोचती हो जिंदगी को कहूँ जरा धीरे चल जिंदगी धीरे चले ना चले लेकिन जिंदगी में महाराजा के हीरे बहुत चलेंगे जिंदगी और महाराजा के हीरे दोनों ही बहुत कीमती सेलिब्रेट लाइफ विद महाराजा फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्राफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री फोर एट जीरो सिक्स सेवन सेवन सिक्स ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड Gujarati Samaj in ISSO Swaminarayan Temple invites everyone to a kite flying festival Sunday January 14 10 to 5 at ISSO Sri Swaminarayan Temple 10080 Sinod entry $5 per person three free kites included kids under 7 free kites and firki available at nominal prices no outside food allowed and no chinese manja allowed call Bulan Patel 9179300236 Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo-American News. Hello, everybody. We're back again now with James Parker. We're talking about deportation, and then we touched on the Senate Bill Four, that is currently the favorite of of the the ARC conservative uh, Greg Abbott and his triumphant people. So uh, we wanted to know how this is going to be implemented. The, what I've What I know is that anyone can arrest any legal uh, official could arrest a migrant if they don't have the proper credentials. Yeah, and that that yeah. turns this into like 
Russia back <laughs> back in 1964. It it does seem a little scary, and you know the the other part of this that I'm I that I find a little frightening is that they will not. They say that the persecution, the prosecution. Not, it's the same as persecution. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the prosecution will not be stopped or abated if you've basically got something pending with USCIS. Mm. So say you've got a uh, uh, a U visa pending, or if you've got a a uh, you know a adjustment of status, or you've got a waiver that's pending to excuse the fact you may have entered illegally, then that's not going to stop them from proceeding on their prosecution. Now, they do offer what they they there's the 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 thing that people need to focus on is there are three what do they call affirmative defenses to prosecution. Mm-hmm. And these are the things you need to you, you really sort of would need to be able to show up with uh to to sort of stop this. One, they say the federal government has granted the defendant lawful presence in the United States or asylum under 8 U.S.C. 1158. That's the asylum provisions, Uh which basically means that if you're here and you can show that you're here legally, then they are supposed to stop. Okay. Um, The second thing is, you know, so if if you're an F1 or, you know, even if you're in a you know, on a B1, B2, and it's within the time frame, or if you're lawful permanent resident or H1B or something, you show that they should, you know, this this prosecution should stop. The second thing they say is if you were approved for benefits under DACA, so the Dreamers Act. If somebody has, if somebody's a dreamer, then they shouldn't, and they can prove their status as a dreamer, then they shouldn't be prosecuted. And the third thing is, they say, if the defendant's conduct does not constitute a violation of 8 U.S.C. Section 1325A. Now, that's the what criminal... What is that? Per- <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is that? <laughs> okay. That's the criminal provision in the in the uh, federal law that's, that addresses people that may have entered the United States at an improper time or place. And so the in order to violate that law, you have to be a person who either entered or attempted to enter the United States at any time or place other than as designated by immigration officers. In other words, you crossed the border and you didn't cross the border at a port of entry. You didn't show an ID when you came in. That's right. Okay. Or to elude examination or or inspection by immigration officers. In other words, you, even if you came in at the port of entry but you didn't show your passport and your visa, then you violated it. Or three, a, in, attempts to enter or obtains entry to the United States by willfully false or misleading representation or willful concealment of material fact. So this would be you show them. Uh, suppose you show them a. A, uh, someone else's passport with someone else's visa. Maybe it's got your picture on it. Okay? That also. But theoretically, you know, that's the only thing that would violate that uh, federal law. 
those are the only things that violate that federal law. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so you know, I understand these are not good things to do in order to evade ca- being captured or, or held against right. uh, for visa fraud and so on. But what gets me about SB4 is not so much that that you know people who are evading this kind of thing should not be uh, should not be c- uh, c- uh, captured but it's that it's giving willful authority to a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. who are even junior ranked officials all you have to do is be you know a, a police officer is that that's that's one thing but if you happen to be working for the county uh, i don't think they can do that a county security officer, security uh, a, a county yeah. security officer, someone, do that. someone uh, mm. officially, uh, police or, or, or a, a school district p- uh, p- police officer. Well, I they are a sworn police officer, so yeah, they might so be they able might to do be it. Able to. Right. But so, they, so, they, and this is this is this is this can't do it on school property if somebody is you know like attending school. But um. it is specifically targeted to to democratic stronghold cities, asylum cities like Houston, where <coughs> some of the officers said, "No, that's not my jurisdiction. I'm not going to do it." Yeah, well, yeah. first thing is that this uh, SB four has to pass uh, lots of legal hurdles, and the first one being. Biden and administration saying that it's the prerogative of the federal government to manage immigration. I I I you know I think there's going to be lots of legal challenges on this. Um, what we what you will have to see is whether the the court system will uh, basically say put an, a moratorium in effect while the legal challenges are worked out. So yeah. other than Texas going ahead and seceding and saying we're going to be a separate country and <laughs> therefore we're going to have our own immigration policies, you know, the, the, the fight is between the feds and the state. I think there is going to be, you know, there is going to be a fight between the feds and the states. I think there's, I think there probably also are going to be some lawsuits that are being brought on behalf of, of individuals. So case, the problem will be that will they have any any standing if they haven't been arrested yet and and prosecuted under it and i'm not sure they do and so there will be uh there will be that issue but the federal government uh should be able to make some noise before it's implemented just saying hey you know immigration is the sole provenance of the federal government and the state government should not be uh sticking its nose into this and criminalizing activity um, for something that belongs to the federal government. Yeah. Um, Well, James, thank you so much. We've enjoyed talking to you. This has been very informative and kind of depressing because there doesn't seem to be any solution, huh, Pramod? Well, no, there's there will be legal challenges. I don't think it will ever be implemented. Yeah, that remains to be seen whether it will ever really be implemented or whether it will yeah. be whether it will be stopped before it ever starts. Yeah, I, the main I'm function sure. is uh, to create some uh, noise that will uh, attract the Republican conservatives and for the electioneering purposes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, well, I think it will do that, you know, and uh, we'll see where 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 it goes. Um, but yeah, it's it's a um, it's 
very tricky, and I'm just kind of I'm I don't know if they were just doing this to to make us make a you know try and make a point that they're opposed to this uh, these folks being here, or whether they actually think they're going to be able to implement this. Right. I don't know. Well, James, thank you very much for calling in and talking to us. We always enjoy having people from your company, really, in Nanayakara. Nanayakara. Calling in. Oh, don't make fun of the last name. It sounds so nice. Nanayakara. Okay, so it's. Jawar loves to butcher names anyway. And so they can be reached at 281 265 2522. And every month we have somebody from their office calling in with very, very good information. And if you na- need to reach them, feel free to do so and give us, uh, give them our reference. They're eminently qualified. So thank you very much, James, and you have a Merry Christmas. Well, thank you very much. Happy holidays to you as well. Yeah, thank you, James. All right, Take thank care. you, sir. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Well, so we've got another... Um, six minutes before we go to our next guest, who are actually already in our office, in our yeah. studio. Why don't you introduce her? That could take some time. Well, no, no, no. We want to talk about this movie that Sanchali spent four hours in seeing today. No, 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 no. We're not talking about that <laughs> movie. <Movies> right now. <laughs> she saw a movie for four hours. Which and one? it was bad. It's called Animal. Oh, yes. She yes. Oh, my so goodness. So many people dislike it, but it's, it's doing so well. I know. I. What do you mean doing so well? It's a box office hit. They're making a so lot of money. The first half was good. The second half was equally bad. So anyway, it was just it went on and on and on. Yeah. Why is and it I called Animal, by the way? at least half an hour of the movie could have been chopped off. Why yeah. is it called it Animal, by the way? Well, because because animals animal protect their families, and he's a character who will do anything to protect his family. So a lot of violence, basically. Yeah. But it was okay, just okay, I would say. Yeah, Yeah, but uh, we'll talk about this at the end. Right. I can go ahead and introduce uh, um, Kijana. Okay. So Kijana is the winner of the APCA Best Diversity Program of the year 2001. She was also the winner of uh, the APCA Performing Artist of the year 2002. She also won the Best Diversity Program of the year 2002, and she was the Performing Artist of the Year from 2003 to 2005. So, wow, that's a long span, Kijana. She's a master degree versatile performer of theatrical and communicative arts. This uh, award-winning lyric, Coloratura Soprano, I don't even know what that is. She will explain to us hopefully <laughs> later. <laughs> has a 3.5 octave range and has been performing since she was four years old and singing professionally since the age of nine. Wow. She has won the City of Houston Talent Competition and been voted nationally as the best college performing artist of the year. Her interactive one-woman show, The Griot, am I saying that right? Griot. Griot has won Best College Diversity Program for two years in a row. She is currently spearheading three step-back-in-time events in Huntsville, Texas, the first of which is a medieval and fantasy festival, and it will be held from February 16th through the 18th in the new year, 2024. Welcome to our show, Kijana. We are so, so fortunate and privileged to have you with us. 
with all your accomplishments i probably butchered a lot of the stuff yeah. in the introduction <laughs> so tell us what is colorado rasoprano Uh, uh yes so gonna, i did you're going to have to use that mic ah so uh, i i did uh, did not there, butcher how's it that? uh, that's ah, wonderful now I hear okay, and cool. yeah we can hear you too but so by the way before we go any further we want to mention that he, she's accompanied in the studio by her lovely husband <laughs> andre fuzilier fuzilier uh, well, you say it better than that <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah he's from louisiana they call it fuzilier uh-huh andre fuzilier ഫുസിലിയാണ്ട്രീസിയാണ്ട്രീസിയാണ്ട്രീസിയാണ്ട്രീസിയാണ്ട്രീസിയാണ്ട്രീസിയാണ്ട്രീസിയാണ്ട്
Relax, refresh, and recharge with the Marajuve Holiday Packages. Laser hair removal, $9.99 for either full legs, underarms, and bikini, or lower legs, underarms, face, and bikini. Or $7.99 for bikini and underarms, or bikini and face. Products, buy one, 10% off. Buy two, 15 off. And buy three or more, 25% off. Through Thursday, December 31st at Amerijuve. 713-960-6262. Amerijuve.com. Look good, feel good. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio quiz show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio. In the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. IndoAmericanNews at Yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 90. 98.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello everybody, this is Indo-American News Radio and without much ado, we're going to introduce to you Ms. Kijana Wiseman who has enough energy to light up a thousand watt light bulb <laughs> in the studio and I she's wish. going to go on. It's all up to you, Kijana. Okay, so I, I, I picked a couple of silly songs and I'm going to start off with one that I sang for you guys last year. Uh, Santa Baby. It's one of my favorites. Okay, so. Absolutely. Go right ahead. Okay, here we go. Let's check for sound here. Can you hear that? Yeah. Santa Baby, slip a sable under the tree uh, for me. <laughs> I've been an awful good girl. Uh, Santa Baby, uh, hurry down the chimney tonight. A Santa sweetie, an out of sight convertible too, a light blue. Ooh, I'll wait up for you, dear. A Santa honey, just hurry down the chimney tonight. Come and trim my Christmas tree with some decorations bought at Tiffany. I really do believe in you. Uh, let's see if you believe in me. <laughs> Santa honey, I want a yacht. And really, that's not a lot. <laughs> I've been an angel all year. So Santa honey, just hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa sweetie. Fill my stocking up with a duplex and checks. Ooh, sign your ex on the line, Santa honey. Just hurry down the chimney tonight. 
Santa, honey. One thing that I really do need, uh, the deed. Oh, oh, to a platinum mind. Oh, Santa baby, hurry down the chimney tonight. You like that one, Sanjali. Yes, absolutely. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. And let's know I would be just as good if you check off my Christmas list. Boo-boo-ba-doo, Santa honey. There's one thing I really do need, a ring. Oh, I don't mean on the phone, Santa honey. Just hurry down the chimney tonight. Oh, Santa, hurry. Tonight. Oh, my God. Oh, Santa, oh my God. hurry. Oh, tonight. <laughs> and you missed, you missed video recording that. The last part. The last part. This, this is a, a song about financial. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> But I hope Promote got it. Yeah, Promote got it. All right. right Woohoo! Hold on, I'm having trouble. I'm having a technical problem here. That this thing is just not responding. I love this group, but we're not singing that song. Okay. That was too good. <laughs> I'm yeah, glad you like it. Okay, good. so now we're going to go into experiment. Well, not really experimental ter territory. Uh, I'm going to do a, a kind of a jazzy version of Jingle Bells. I think you'll like that. Yes. And, um, hold on, let me just find it real quick. Um, and um, it has um, Oscar Peterson and, and uh, these, these two songs are, are both Oscar Peterson playing his songs, but me just adding the lyrics. Okay. okay? Mm. Well, let us know when you're ready. Hold on. All right. Go down on the music to Take it away. Hold on. Oh, I, I pushed the wrong button. Hold on. Let me start it over again. I turn it down. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, what fields we go. Bells of bobtail ring, making spirits strive. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Hey, 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 a jingle bells, a jingle bells, a jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, 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 a jingle tingle lingle 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 single bells, a jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Dashing through the snow. I, I really don't like snow. One-horse open <laughs> sleigh, but I love horses. What can I say? <laughs> the fields we go, laughing all the way. <laughs> a bells or bobtail ring. A ting-a-ling-a-ling, ring, 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 ding, ding, ling, 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 thump, ba da here we go, baby. A jingle, tingle, lingle, single, lingle, lingle bells. A jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, hey, hey. A jingle bells, a jingle bells. A jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. 
My husband and I like to dance to this one. Yeah. <laughs> We've got some dancing going on in the studio. We're loving it. <laughs> Oscar Peterson on the uh, sound box here. Okay, get ready. If y'all want, you can join in. I don't mind. We don't want to butcher the song right there. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with trumpet players. I'm the niece of, uh, of Calvin Owens. And my brother was the best high school trumpet player in America for two years in a row. Wow, that's amazing. I say jingle bells. I say jingle bells. I say jingle bells. Let's jingle all the way. Hey, 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 yeah. Wonderful. I know, you cannot top that. But I know she has even better numbers coming. <laughs> this one's a little laid back. Now this one you should know, Jawaha. Have yourself a, a merry little Christmas. Christmas. Let, Let the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles, miles away. away. It's not there. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. And from now on, our troubles will be miles away. Here we are as in olden days. Here we are as in olden days. Happy golden days. The golden days of your faithful friends who are dear to us. Faithful friends who are dear to us. Yeah, they're near to us. Yeah, they're near to us once more. Through the years, through the years, we all will be together if our God allows. So hang out. So hang a shining star upon the highest bough and have yourself a merry little Christmas. And have yourself a merry little Christmas now. Okay, audience can listen to the music interlude, a little serious music here. Now, after this, Jawaha, get ready. Okay. Okay. Get ready. Here we are. Here we are as in olden days. Happy golden days of yore. Faithful friends who are dear to us gather near to us once more. Through the years, we all will be together. If our God allows, so hang a shining star. Hang a shining star upon the highest bough. 
yourself a merry little Christmas now. Here we are as in olden days, happy golden days of yore. Faithful friends who are dear to us, gather near to us once more. Through the years, we all will be together if our God allowed. So hang a shining star upon the highest bough and have yourself a merry little Christmas now. Little staccato on the end. Take your time. Repeat it. Christmas now. Christmas now. Christmas now. Whoa. Nice, nice. Okay. Now let's see. All right. Now, do, uh, you know this song already, right? I do. But I've never sung it, so I'm going to put it on you with this. I want a hippopotamus for. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. I don't want a doll, no dinky tinker toy. I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh, no. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. That was amusing. I don't, I don't think, think Santa, Santa will mind do you. <laughs> he won't have to use our dirty chimney flue. Just bring him through the front door. That's the easy thing to do. I can see me now in Christmas morning creeping down the stairs. Oh, what joy and what surprise when I, when I open up my eyes to see a hippo hero standing there. there. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. No crocodile, no rhinoceros. I only want a hippopotamus. And hippopotamuses like me too. <laughs> you want to sing this without music? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It's more like a rhyme uh, poem yeah. than a... <laughs> Mom says hippo will eat me up, but then... Teacher, Teacher says, says the hippo is, is a vegetarian. <laughs> There's <laughs> lots of room for him in our two-car garage. garage. I feed him there and wash him there and give him, him his massage. I can, I can see, see him me now on Christmas morning <laughs> creeping down, down the stairs. Oh, what, oh, what a joy. What a To see him while he was standing there us for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Only a hippopotamus uh, will do. No, no crocodiles, rhinoceroses. <laughs> I only I like hippopotamuses, and hippopotamuses is like me too. <laughs> okay, I'm just scared. That, that was fun. Your mother gives you a hippopotamus. It's too cute, isn't it? Let's see. I want 
I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh, I guess that was it. <laughs> that was it. Um, I think we did good. <laughs> it was fun. You're very sporting. Everybody knows this one. Better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list. He's checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good, for goodness sake. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to, to town. town. I was going to say, take a verse. He's making down horns and little toy drums and booty toot toot and rump a tum tum. Santa, Santa Claus, Claus is coming to, to town. town. With the frogs, the cuddle and crew, the elephant boats and city cars too. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. <laughs> he knows if you've been bad or good, so be good. For goodness sake. Oh, wow. You better watch out. You, you better, better not cry. cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Why? Santa Claus is coming to town. Let's go. Wow, guys, that was terrific. That terrific. Was so much fun. And we should do every program like this. We should <laughs> yes, absolutely. Kajana, you should I come totally here agree. every single Saturday. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, this is free. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, you got us hurt. right there. You got us right there. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> We were free about a hundred years ago, so <laughs> I, I didn't think they meant it literally. <laughs> but seriously, I'm I'm going to be doing vaudeville in Huntsville, uh, yes. vaudeville in Huntsville uh, for my festival. The festival the, is in and and people can go and and check it out. I've, she I've has uh, a tract of land in Huntsville where she's. No, this one is at the Walker County Fairgrounds. A fairway okay. ground, it's okay. huge. We have we have booths for it. We have the room medieval for a hundred. Right, medieval the, the Merriment Festival. festival. It's we have room for like a. 150 booths and uh it's not a renaissance festival it's a merriment festival wow so people can come as darth vader or peter pan <laughs> february 16th through 18th right and yeah. and, and right and the tickets are are uh, 40 off until the end of the year so they only right. have one more week to get 10 percent. the the 10 dollar tickets are like six dollars and the 15 dollar tickets are even less uh, okay. And just just call contact us and we'll let you know how to get the exactly. tickets. Yeah. We can provide Kijana, the thank website. you so much. Okay. We've got to go to our next guest. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much, Kijana. We really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Show. All right. We'll be right back right after back the commercial folks. break. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Prabhon. Indo American News Radio. Wow, am I in a dream? This incredible showroom is filled with modern mundups, stages, exotic florals, designer table settings. Is this real? 
Dream Decors, where they create extraordinary designs. Any wedding, party, or corporate events. Anywhere in the U.S. Custom props, grandeur ceiling installations, fresh floral arrangements, custom print linens, and furniture rentals. Visit their 30,000 square foot showroom in Stafford. By appointment only, 832-409-3348. DreamDecorsDesignHouse.com. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today, News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Red Berries offers a selection of freshly baked cookies, variety of cakes, bread made from scratch. We also bake eggless cake. Life mein chahiye thoda maza. Kabhi mitha to kabhi tikha. Red Berries Bake Shop. Baked fresh every day. New location 11803B Wilcrest Drive, Houston, Texas. Next to Xfinity. Across Agas. 832-252-9000. Also visit Hot Breads on Hillcroft. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, listeners. And some of you had an opportunity to see uh, Kijana Wiseman do the Christmas carols live on Facebook. Uh, now we're pleased to welcome Dr. Jay Raman. Dr. Raman was born in 1945 in Kerala in India. He did his medical education uh, also in India, and he joined the army and served in different parts of India, as well as in Oman in the Middle East. In 1975, he immigrated to USA with his family. After finishing surgical residency at the University of Rochester, he moved to Houston, Texas to do a fellowship in cardiovascular surgery at Texas Heart Institute under the famous surgeon, Dr. Denton Cooley. He's a fellow of the American Board of Surgery and also a fellow of the Royal College of Surgeons of Canada. Since 1981, Dr. Raman has been running a successful private practice. He has, he has been married to Viji for nearly 50 years. They're blessed with two children and five grandchildren. Presently, he's retired and spends most of his time in charitable activities. As a thoracic vascular physician, Dr. Raman has a fulfilling career. When he retired, he realized he had a lot of stories inside of him, which he compiled into his book, From the Land of Spice to the Land of Oil, which is not only a biography, but also a glimpse into history too. He joins us to give a short history of how Christianity spread in India. Welcome Dr. Raman to uh, Indo-American News Radio. 
thank you very much uh, for your kind introduction certainly and uh, i'll be brief but i will just in the beginning i'll just give a brief summary of what uh, you know what i intend to talk mm-hmm. basically you know i i do, <laughs> i do have a disclaimer i'm not a malayali christian but i'm a malayali so i'm definitely not qualified to talk about the religion but what i'm going to talk about is the history the cultural social economic and political contributions of that christian community uh, i have many many christian friends i grew with christian friends went to christian school and i have got the highest respect and regard for this very gifted community now historically as you all know kerala has a long history of maritime uh, connections with west asia since ancient times all the three abrahamic religions that is judaism christianity and islam came to kerala before the rest of india and in central kerala near kodungallur near kochin uh, you can see the oldest uh, synagogue the oldest church and oldest mosque in the world within a few yards jews were present in kerala even at the time of king solomon and all these religions came in a very peaceful manner mainly as traders with absolutely no violence that is a big difference because you know in the north religion uh, especially islam i think came with uh, sword and that could explain why there is so very little religious strife in the st- south between hindus and muslims in comparison to the north the kings in uh, kerala were all hindus till the british took over we never had any other any other type of uh, leaders uh, kings in the other religion and our i'm very proud as a kerala hindu that our kings were extremely tolerant in fact they helped these uh, mosques and churches to be built gave them free land and that is the history which i am very proud and i was also you know amazed to hear when the president of um, uh israel came to india and he said india was the only country where jews were not persecuted because of the religion now coming to the christians in kerala according to the legend saint thomas one of the apostles arrived in kerala in ad 52 dr, dr. raman let me just add, uh-huh. interject for a minute here one of the things that has always fascinated me is kerala and is on the right at the bottom of the tip of india it's almost at the tip of india and so all these uh, voyagers uh, whether they were religious voyagers or traders or for using um, the the dows the the arabic dow uh, for for transportation rather than going right across the arabian sea to karachi or to Uh, Gujarat or Bombay I mean why the heck did they end up all the way down south it's because of the trade winds the winds carried them there yeah that is all plus uh, you know karachi never grew any spices you know that right but but and i don't want, want, want to go to the great details but the spice trade was a very very important factor and uh, i don't know how many of people will know that but that's black why pepper. vasco da gama came down south yeah black pepper was grown only in kerala till say, around the 17th century when the dutch took it to holland so kerala was the only part of the world which produced black pepper it was called black gold so, so that th- could explain that yeah that could explain that okay because uh, st thomas wind, of course what what is said trade wind is very important the the monsoon you know is an arabic word you know monsoon 
and so that that came that the monsoon wind also played a very important part because they could travel comparatively easily they could cross cross the will you believe the arabian ocean could be crossed in about 3 to 3 and a half weeks can you believe that wow so yeah that's nice. amazing so so they went all the way south and of course apart st thomas the apostle he came to uh, uh, india in 52 ad so mm-hmm. that was almost uh, was 22 over 2000 years ago correct yep and they built he uh, of course the legend says he built seven and a half churches in kerala mm-hmm. and those churches i think some of them are still present i see and they were of course called the original syrian christians and uh, of course there are other christian migrants also and this group particular what called the syrian christians have many denominations like jacobites martabites etc and they all belong to the eastern you know that christianity had two big branches the western church i'm i'm talking about it'll the olden times the western church led by the rome and the eastern church by the constantinople where the the byzantine empire was so after the conquest of uh, byzantine empire by the Turks who were Muslim, the Eastern Church, you know, had of course then did go a downfall, and uh, apostle, sorry, not apostle, the patriarch of the Syrian Christians was in a place called Antioch. Uh-huh. In I think it's in modern Turkey. I think he is yes. the person who is the spiritual head of the Syrian Christians. And of course, in uh, recently, not recently, few years back, I think there was a movement. <laughs> I would say a nationalistic movement. There was. some of the um, uh, Syrian Christians in Kerala revolted they wanted their own head to be inside India and they elected their own metropolitan or whatever you call us archbishop and there was some legal trouble i think between the two groups anyway i don't want to go into that that is the main group of Syrian Christians then as you know in 1492 or 1998 i think Moscow de Gama came to Calicut and you know portuguese were a different church they were uh, catholics who were very different from uh, the under the rome of course and uh, well i would say that the 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 portuguese were different they were not very peaceful people they were extremely cruel harsh and they did terrible things especially to the muslims of malabar you know they really treated them extremely badly and then of course they wanted to they did convert quite a few people in kerala and especially the fisher fisherman community and they are not the latin catholics they are very different they are different from the syrian catholics and then of course they also converted some of the syrian christians they are called syrian catholic church or something like that but a large number of them the original syrian christians did not join the portuguese they kept them separate and uh, so that was the story about then in modern times of course the british came then there was another group of conversion christians what is and they were mainly the anglican church like the cs church of south india mm-hmm. london mission society and all and there was a man called uh, colonel monro mm-hmm. who was the resident of the of the british resident in travancore in the 19th century who was an evangelist and uh, he did a lot of uh, encouraged a lot of conversions and especially certain groups like nadar community in the southern travancore they were converted huge quantities to uh, the the this uh, this uh, anglican church so that is it and they are the three three main group of people as far as i know and now there is some groups like you know seventh day evangelists 
uh, what you call Adventist. a sort of protest movement, mainly from the supporters from, I think, or help from the Baptist churches. In, in, there was in, a group uh, here United today States. with us, Dr. Raman from the Pentecostal Church. So they are yeah, also Pentecostal, huge. Yeah. Day, Evangelist, right. and all those groups. I think they are a comparatively modern group as far as I know. And they have got a lot of connection with the churches in uh, in uh, in the United States, as far as I know. So, uh, it, now, is it fair to assume that m most of the Christianity actually started in the South and it just spread from there? I would say definitely. I would say because I would say yeah. I would say in India definitely the it's mainly from the West Coast. Christianity started, yes. So, so I have a question uh, for you, Dr. Raman. Uh, you know, talking about the spread of Christianity, we still see like probably 90% of the uh, Christians are still, you know, uh, in Kerala. We don't see as many Christians in the rest of India. Really. Well, they're in Goa and I think yeah, Nagaland Goa, Go and Northeast, there are quite a few Christians there. Okay, yeah. but mm -hmm. the majority are still based out of Kerala. Uh, actually, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, Dr. Yeah, Raman, yeah, yeah. you mentioned something yeah. about that earlier. Yeah, what I want is that Goanese Christians were all converted by the by the, by the Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and uh, South, the Northeast Christians were all converted mainly compared very recent time, 19th century. You, you are yeah. talking about Kerala Christians are 2,000 years old. Mm. Right, right. right. Uh, Northeast are talking about 100 years or maybe 120 years. You know, time. some years ago I went to Goa and uh, they were, I was told by the people, the local population there, that at one point there, the Goa was... 70 to 80 percent Christian, and by now it, it is flipped to where it is mostly 60 percent Hindu. So, the more and more Goans have been leaving, and some of them have been leaving for for their own purposes. They, they have they can apply for Portuguese passports mm -hmm. and they end up in Portugal and go into the EU. Yeah, but well, it's not the present or the, the prime minister of uh, prime minister of uh, Goa was of Goanese origin, you know that. Uh, Portugal, you mean? Yeah, po sorry, Portugal. What yeah. Yeah, Portugal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in the south, in the south right now, is the 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 population distribution reflective of the same? The, the, one would imagine there are more Christians than there are Hindus or Muslims. Yeah, there are Christians. Christians are uh, you know it's about eighteen percent I think right now in Kerala. But you know what I mean? Eighteen percent Christians in Kerala only? Eighteen, uh, one eight. Yeah, that's all. It's 18, one third. About that's one third. All. Hmm. Kerala, you know, Hindus may be barely 60%, not, may not even be 16%, right now, maybe even less than 60%. And their, uh, Muslims are, I would say, about, oh, easily about 28, uh, I mean, 28, 30% Muslims. Hmm. And then, of course, you know, that's the communal. But the, what I want to tell you about Kerala Christians, they, especially the Syrian Christians, they've got a lot of the Hindu traditions, you know, they still have kept... If you say some other uh, ceremonies, you will look like very much Hindu. Like, you know, they have got uh, what you call this. We what, but the Hindus, what we call Mangalya Sutra, you know, Thali. Yeah. They have got yeah. the same. They had for them, uh, in, especially in, even now, they do, they tie the Mangalya Sutra. They call it something, some other name, and they usually have a small cross on that. But the sacred thread, you know, marriage thread, they still use that. There are so many customs and among them, which is. Uh, which is of uh, Hindu origin, which we have kept on. Now, mm -hmm. just I want to say, before I say, I would say this community is a small community, but they have done tremendous contribution to the society. For example, education field. The, the reason Kerala is uh, top in education and literacy is mainly because of the Christian missionaries 
who came there and you know, for foreign missionaries along with the local churches they started the schools and colleges long back and and remember this was they did not do it just for the christians it was open to the whole community and it it had tremendous uh, tremendous uh, uh, you know progress for the community and literature and uh, music and all those things they had done ex- tremendous uh, work for example the first malayalam uh, dictionary was uh, written by a person called is a german missionary called uh, gundert oh really and herman gundert and uh, he is the first but malayalam dictionary was written by him and you won't believe his grandson you, you may have heard of his his grandson was a famous uh, german writer called uh, herman hess who won oh, really? the nobel prize for oh wow uh, herman hess was the grandson of herman gundert and he won the nobel prize for literature you know yeah. in german yeah. of course Yeah. So there and there's one field and health field you know that mm-hmm. uh, Christians of Kerala have done you go to any hospital nurses doctors in Kerala in India or even in the Middle East you will always see Malayali nurses and of course the doctors too so and they have been very good businessmen they have done you know lot of this coffee and tea estates are owned by Christians and business also they are they are very good they are done exceptionally well social development field you know Uh, we talk about mrs anna chandi became the supreme court judge the first woman to become supreme court judge in india was uh, a malayali christian called uh, 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 anna chandi and who became supreme court judge nearly 20 years before sandra o'connor became the first <laughs> right yeah, yeah. In, in, in kerala so you know how progressive they were right yeah. uh, dr raman yeah. i have a question uh um, sure. is there a correlation between uh, literacy in uh, kerala with uh, the rise of the communist party because for a long well, time communist party controlled kerala <laughs> well that's a very very <laughs> interesting question i really well educa- well you know you know uh, that's a tough question <laughs> i don't say it was education alone you know it yeah. was uh, it was education is definitely played a part because i have seen i've been to not now many years back i have been to certain parts of north india which i thought i was back in africa <laughs> yeah Because people yeah. were i mean there is especially the poorer caste poor caste or poor section or you know i was in i was in natharhat a place i don't know whether you have heard of that. when i was in the military we used to go there for artillery firing and it was somewhere near in bangal uh, that uh, jharkhand area uh-huh. god you know i mean they were treating those tribals like slaves Mm. and well, you know dr raman if they were educated they could never have done that so yes education may have contributed but whether it is the cause or the result i don't know it is hard to say dr raman sure. thank you so much we run out of time but thank you so much for joining us and, and illuminating us we missed you. you you Very should well. come back more often on our show dr raman oh yes. sure i will <laughs> it's a pleasure and thank you for you know this a very I, there was a few more things i wanted to say but that's okay you know no, no, but we we can have you we back can we, b- yeah, we, if, if you back yeah stay tuned and we can we, we can have, have you right after these commercials yeah yeah just, just stay, stay with us stay just with stay us on. okay so, all right so don't thank don't go you. away hold thank on hold on okay so folks we will be back with dr raman after these messages news world news movie reviews and local community roundup every saturday 4 to 6 pm on masala 98.7 fm hi i'm jawahar i'm sanchali and i'm pramod indo american news radio heera kya hai heera wo pyar hai jo dikhte thakta nahi 
जो हर कसौटी पर खरा उतरता है हीरा वो है जो बनता है हर चेहरे की मुस्कुराहट जो रही हमेशा आपके साथ आपका और महाराजा जूलर्स का सालों साल का रिश्ता एक हीरा है महाराजा जूलर्स 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 713-784-5673 महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ सुबह से कितने हिंट दे रही हूँ मैं आज क्या है तुम्हें कुछ भी याद नहीं याद कैसे नहीं पहले इसको देखो वाह डायमंड नेकलेस ये हीरे नहीं मेरा प्यार है ये कहते हैं दस साल के बाद आज भी तुम्हारे इश्क का बुखार है डायमंड नेकलेसेज बाई महाराजा जूलर्स फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्रॉफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग शादी की बारात निकलने वाली और फुल दो घंटे डांसिंग चलेगा लेकिन ये सारे वीडियोस शूट करने के लिए मेरी फोन की बैटरी चलेगी या नहीं शादी में फोन की बैटरी चले ना चले लेकिन शादी में महाराजा के हीरे हमेशा चलेंगे वो शादी ही क्या जिसमें महाराजा के हीरे ना हो सेलिब्रेट वेडिंग्स विद महाराजा 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 713-480-6776 ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. We were talking to Dr. J. Raman about uh, the rise of Christianity and other issues, uh, and uh, he had a couple more points to make. Dr. Raman, go right ahead. Yeah, what I want is good. I want to talk too much about politics, so I would <laughs> leave it there. What I want, is, what we are talking about mainly about the contribution of the Kerala Christians. Uh, as i said um, they are done in many many fields you know and i already mentioned justice chandi and and you know that the present lady lady that to a lady who heads the uh, missile division of the drdo uh, the agni 6 i think mm-hmm. is a malayali christian lady called tessie thomas she's oh, the, okay really she's the in, she's in charge yeah of the of the agni 6 which is the, in fact perhaps the most powerful uh, rocket india is, india is going to have Right. And of course Christians have played a very Malayali Christians have played it even though they are a minority they have played a very dominant part in politics also. Yeah. You know the ch- chief minister of Kerala till recently not now was Mr. Umman Chandi and then you are, I'm sure you all heard of Anthony who was the cabinet minister yeah. mm. and very close to the Gandhi family mm-hmm. and then you know there are some other people may not know you know that there is a very famous economist uh, from Kerala called Mr. Uh, John Mathai mm-hmm. who was the uh finance minister to nehru and who uh, disagreed with nehru and uh, resigned because he didn't believe in socialism you know can you believe that wow. he didn't wow. believe in socialism so he said i don't agree with you so he resigned that uh. is uh, john john mathai who was the finance minister and his uh, his uh, nephew 
was the famous uh, Varghese Kurian. Have you heard of him? Oh, yes, uh, the milk revolution, Father right? Yeah. yeah, you have got the white white revolution. Exactly. Yeah. Milk, you know. yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's the man. So there are so many of them which are, which are exceptionally... And this is true of many, many. People. This is true of many uh, minority religions uh, in India. The Jains have done yeah. so well. The the Parsis have done so well. I mean, they yeah. they've got Tata has got Air India again. Yeah, yeah. And, and so and I just want to mention before I mention that you know they've got a present problem. Christians do face a present problem, like maybe all Malayalis, but they are more. The the people number of people are going down. You know, the Kerala has got a more or less a negative population growth. Wow! And a very large number of, uh, especially Malayali Christians, are immigrating out. Yeah. Lots of them are going to Canada, to United States, and Australia. And I tell you, I have seen houses. There are houses and houses in Kerala now. There are only old man and only the father and the old mother alone lives there. Oh boy. All the kids are outside. And, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. That seems to be the problem. All the labor force in Kerala is now from outside. You know that. Well, we could solve Everybody. our problem at the Texas border by shipping all our <laughs> migrants to <laughs> Kerala. <laughs> no, no, fortunately, fortunately, you don't see Malayalis coming as illegal immigrants. They all come through as, you know, nurses or doctors. Correct. Or something, you know. Usually not as illegal. But yes. there's a tremendous number of people moving out of Kerala. Malayalis mm-hmm. moving out of Kerala. And other non-state, like, you know, God, you know, from everywhere. I saw people from Nepal, from uh, Bangladesh, from, I uh, just name it, Bihar, UP. There are so many people in Kerala now, you know. But but this so, is not localized to, to this area. South Korea yeah. is having the same problem. Japan is having the, the same problem. problem. So success has got his, you know, it's not... Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not always. You know, success is not always that great. It has got a very negative aspect also. But well, let Dr. me Dr. You know, as a Malayali, Malayali, as a Malayali Hindu, I'm extremely proud of uh, our uh, Christian brothers who have been tremendous. Uh, what you call a contribution to to India, to Kerala, and to India. And I wish all the best for them and for all of us on this happy occasion of Christmas. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Raman. Thank you so much. You have a Merry Christmas with your family, and we look forward to having you back on the show again soon. Soon, yes. Thank you. All right, sir. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So next next Saturday we're going to have uh, some more singers with us. We will. I'm we'll be ringing in the new year with them, right? Well, so I'm going to try to find out how many uh, languages or how many places in the world in different languages they sing "Old Lang Syne." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Something like that, you know. So I can give you the Bengali version. So okay, so all of us are going to be here. The other thing that we that we're going to do, which we do every year at this time, is a wrap up. Right. Yeah. So we have all the wrap up of all the programs, all the some of the chief guests that that we are enjoyed. they coming to the we studio? We might we might be uh, we might be able to get a couple of these guests to come to the studio. Okay, and they could bring us goodies to eat. You Maybe. should be treating them, Jawahar, <laughs> for a change. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to sports and uh, movies. Okay, all right. If I you, was, if you I saw lots of movies. Well, uh, if you want to see some interesting cricket, uh, do watch the. Uh, test match that's going on between Australia and uh, Pakistan. A- Indian women. Oh, you're talking about the women. Yeah, okay, okay. so to, tonight will be the fourth day mm-hmm. and then uh, India has a very good chance of winning. Uh, you know, in the first inning, India scored 406 runs. That's wow. amazing. 
And you know, earlier they beat um, England uh, in a test match so as well. So who were the big scorers this time? Uh, because the last one, I remember everyone had scored like over 60 and there were quite a few newcomers, right? Who yeah, were uh, doing really well. If, if we want to go over, uh, Shefali Verma had 40. Uh -huh. uh, Smriti Mandhana had 74. Mm. Richa Ghosh had 52. And uh, Jamaima Rodriguez These had are 73. All, uh, they've been playing for, for and a then while. Uh, Dipti Sharma mm. had 78 mm. and Pooja Vastrakar had yeah. 47. Okay, so that's all of wonderful, them, all of them. So many of so them well. had yeah. near centuries, uh, half centuries rather. That's wonderful. And so uh, right now, Australia is at, uh, uh, let's see if I can get the score right, I think 235 for 5. So oh. we need to take five wickets and then and make, then, them uh, on make up the runs. No, no, no. Uh, they're already leading by 46 oh, runs. Oh, okay. So they've avoided the follow-on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that, that should, should be, be an interesting so match. And the uh, Indian women are in South Africa. Uh, men are in the South South, in Africa, South Africa right yeah, now. So and they will also be starting to play a uh, test match. And the last one day was won uh, by... India. Uh, by India, by yes. 78 runs. So, so that, that was, was pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. So we've had some good cricket lately. Right. And there's going to be some cricket here in town. Yeah, it's called it's the, the Indian Premier League. Uh, American Premier <coughs> League. American <coughs> Premier League, what yeah. am I saying? Yeah. And there are uh, auctions going on for the Indian Premier League. Yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. The IPL. Uh, but in any case, the, A uh, the APL. The American Premier League is going to be held in uh, the Musa Stadium. In and Pearland. it's actually going on right now. Yes. So the lineup, there is an India-Pakistan match on, uh, on uh, it's called Premium Indians versus Premium Paks or Pakistanis. And that is going to be held day after, or is it tomorrow? Tomorrow morning. Okay. It's tomorrow morning at 8.30 at the Musa Stadium. And then there's Canadians versus Aussies at uh, 12 noon. So they have interesting lineup and the semifinals are going to be played on the 30th of December. Mm -hmm. uh, the first semifinal is at 8.30 and the second semifinal is at 12 noon. And the final is going to be played on New Year's Eve, 31st December at 9 Oh, that would be neat. Yeah, so that would so be are they really playing good. Uh, and I think they're going to show it in India because their lineup has the Indian time also mentioned. So oh, okay. I'm thinking okay. it'll probably be covered. But it's going on since the 19th of December. It has started already. I'm right. thinking of going to see a match. Maybe sure. tomorrow morning if it oh, doesn't okay. rain. Right now it's raining like crazy, so I don't know when it'll stop raining. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if the it's game raining? gets, it is raining like crazy. Yeah, and uh, it was expected. It was in yeah, the forecast yeah. that it's yeah. going to rain all night today. And hopefully it'll stop raining by 8.30 <laughs> so the, the doesn't game doesn't get like washed out. Yeah. I hope yeah. the ground is covered up. Right, right, right. Uh, in any case, so that's takes care of. And then... Uh, uh, a very exciting match is coming up between the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans mm -hmm. to us tomorrow at noon. And uh, uh, the Texans will be led by our backup quarterback, Case Keenum, who actually went to University of Houston, by the way. Hmm. And uh, some of our pe people are injured, but, you know, they won in overtime last week. So I think there's a good chance uh, uh, for us to win this match as well, hmm. our game. They don't call them matches in football. They call them games. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. 
And then, uh, Sanchali, you went to see an animal? I went to see animal today. She oh. came out looking like an animal. <laughs> 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 I felt like I went through the ringer. Oh, my God. The first half was good, but then the second half. What did you like about the first half? Uh, it was building up. Okay. And then, of course, you know, it lost all control. Uh, it was totally out of control after that. So, so much violence. It, it's a lot of violence, but the violence is kind of common these days. You know, I, I see it in it, every movie. It has movie. taken over. It's uh, kind of migrated from South yeah, India. Yeah. Uh, uh, they've had great successes. It, this this movie was direct, is directed by a South Indian. So Yeah. Yeah. But you uh, sent a post about the wonderful uh, South Indian movie starring Prabhas. You might yeah, want yeah. to talk about that. Sav- Sawal, I think. Right? Salar something or like something like that. Yeah. So that is actually uh, in the box office has beaten uh, uh, Shah Rukh's movie. Salar, Dan- it's called. Salar. That's also violence riddled. Salad? Salar. Oh. R. <laughs> ending in R. I don't know what. S-A-L-A-A-R. Yeah. Violence riddled film. It's all noise, meaning very little. But it's doing very well, right? At the box office. Yeah. It's it crushes uh, Shah Rukh Khan's Dunki. Who it didn't crush Dunkey? it, but uh, Dunki, is al- Dunki is also doing is very well. Is it Dunki or Dunki? Dunki. I'm going to go see it on Tuesday. I, oh, don't, okay. I don't even know what it's about, so I don't want to it's know. It's about uh, people who migrated to England. To England? Yeah. Oh, so it's based in England. Yeah, everybody, you know, they uh, first oh. applied uh, by normal channels and they didn't get. Oh. So they went by, you know, the land route and I somehow see. gotten, tried to get into uh, England illegally and I some see. of them managed. And later on, uh, uh, you know, they were disappointed with the life ah, in England. So don't so tell they us came anymore. Back. Yeah. So that's the basic Bas- story. So have you seen it yet? No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go see it Tuesday, but I also saw Sam Bahadur this week, and that was pretty good. It's based on General Sam Baniksha's life, and yeah. I think we've talked about it in previous right. shows. Mm-hmm. I also saw The Railway Men, and I also saw uh, Dhak Dhak, and I saw uh, Masme Rehne Ka, so quite oh, a yeah, few yeah. good movies. Masme uh, Rehne Ka Netflix. was very good. We saw and it Pippa on is also showing on Netflix. It's also about the Bangladesh war, and you know, where A.R. Rahman butchered one of the Nazrul uh, Sangeet uh, he totally, totally made oh, a big really? mess of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So people in Bengal are up in arms against oh, Rahman see. about butchering. Well, just just goes to show you can't always have the good ones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but then Modi has uh, been nominated for the Grammys next year, folks. Modi? Yeah. The Modi, the Modi? The Narendra Modi. <laughs> He's <laughs> in a song called Abundance in Millet. Abundance in millets. Yes. Oh, so okay. if you want, you can play it. I, I sent it in the group. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. So it's quite interesting, actually. Quite a yeah, nice song. Uh, I like the song. Must Me Rehna was actually, I enjoyed it. And yeah, uh, me too. Uh, it uh, stars you can relate Jackie Shroff and, and uh, Nina, Nina Gupta. Gupta. And they both did a very good job. Yeah. And it's uh, uh, available on Prime, I think. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's quite a nice movie. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and uh, there's several movies now showing right at the theater. There's Dunki, there's Sam Bahadur, there's Animal, and uh, what else is coming? There are quite a few good movies coming actually, um, and I'm forgetting what they are at the moment. There's a movie, uh, English movie called uh, Men in a Boat. Okay. It's uh, directed by George Clooney. Is it Jerome K. Jerome's Three Men in a Boat? No. Yeah, <laughs> is it <laughs> something like that? But, but uh, that's a classic. Men in a boat, I think. Oh, okay. And it's about the Olympics. How uh, 
you know, uh, they overcame all odds to win the oh, uh, Olympic okay, medal. Okay, okay, okay. But it's um, George Clooney is the director. There's mm. another movie called Iron Claw. Okay. It's about the Von Reich brothers who the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And there are four brothers who do the wrestling. I see. And mm. so they were famous for their antics. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's got three stars out of five. Oh, okay. Not bad. There's another movie just uh, running at the theater right now. It's called Anyone But You. And it's a rom-com set in Australia. And it's mm-hmm. definitely really, really good, funny adult movie, they're saying. Must watch for couples. Oh, okay. So that would be nice for New Year's Eve or Christmas. Go watch yeah, any, anyone but you. Yeah, it beats all the violent movies that are running mm-hmm. rampant right now. There's also on Netflix a documentary called Cyanide and Curry. It's hmm. yeah about how people cyanide and curry. Yeah, it's about how people die due I to guess poisoning. Y- yeah, <laughs> put some cyanide in their curry. Mm. I guess. Another movie is Holiday in the Vineyards. It's another cute romantic movie. Uh, let the wine do the talking. So there's there's a lot of stuff you know to watch right yeah, now. Yeah, this is the season where um, they put out a lot of movies. Um, both mm-hmm. in Bollywood and Hollywood. Mm. Well, all, all of next week is kind of a dead week because Monday's a holiday. Yeah. And people are taking Friday off just before. Right, right. And then, then you've got Monday, the following Monday is the first or is it the second of January. Ferrara, Ferrari is also showing <laughs> at the theater and that's also really good. Okay. Yeah. So next week is a dead week for a lot of people, which is uh, going to allow them to see a lot of these movies that you mentioned. Sure. And go around town for the lights and so on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I want to mention something that that on my side of town, mm-hmm. it's a new uh, concept. It's called Wow West on West. Mm-hmm. It's where the ninety nine Ranch uh, supermarket opened up, where uh, the uh, the old ho- Bollywood uh, um, theater was. The Bollywood movies used to be. Yeah, the, you know yeah. the blockbuster movies place. It's right across from Phoenicia. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. And, and the nice thing about this is that it's got. Only Korean, Japanese, and Thai restaurants. Okay. And they have the setup in the parking lot. It's kind of like a U-shaped. Jawar is taking us out to dinner. Right. No, yeah. no. But really, this is quite. It should be quite nice because it's street food. Oh, okay. It's, they got carts all over the place. I it's see. It's made in the way that you, that you would find in Bangkok. Oh, okay. And it's so on. It's like so a walking dim sum. You can go right, and try. Right. <laughs> it just opened up. It just okay, opened up. Okay. When are you taking us there, Jawar? Next year. <laughs> yeah, in a few days. <laughs> Yay! He's committed. Yeah. He said next year. All right. No, but it's it, it is going to change the uh, the atmosphere of that area because on the one hand you have Phoenicia which caters to a lot of Middle Easterners yes, and Eastern yes. Europeans and this and one there are some Indian restaurants also around there so not on that particular vicinity uh, there's, there's that one what is it called biryani biryani is on there's one in that corner over there I, I forget the name anyway no that closed down a long oh time really okay okay so folks it's uh, almost six o'clock time for us to say goodbye have a yeah. very merry Christmas and I hope you all enjoyed all the carolers coming in today to yeah. the studio yeah. and entertaining us. And, and I sure hope all the rain doesn't affect yeah, you. Yeah, stay dry, stay and be, safe. Be and sure to enjoy. tune in next week when we do the New Year's wrap up and sing some more songs at 3 o'clock. And with that, I am out of here. Adios. Mm-hmm. And Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. And this is Pramod saying bye bye. Bye. This is Sanchali. FM K254BZ Fairbanks Masala
Bob's Lounge Bollywood Party 